Okay, so today I'm speaking with Nico Castico, co-founder and CEO of Bob W. Nico, tell us a little bit about your background and how Bob W came about. Uh, so first of all, thanks for having me on, George. Um, my background, actually, so I actually grew up grew up in multiple countries in UK and Finland, and the States and France. Uh, and with this sort of backdrop of a family doing a lot of travels and what have you, ended up um, in London afterwards in banking for quite a stint. And then from that sort of uh, uh, stint in Canary Wharf in London, uh, moved towards tech startups, which I've spent the last 10 years in. Uh, founded a company called Sports Center, fitness activities, a marketplace, an aggregator with, you know, 15,000 gyms, yoga studios, rock climbing arenas, etc. And, uh, uh, and then built that, raised like 4 million euros, expanded from the Nordics to the UK and the US, and sold it in 2016 to a corporate benefits conglomerate. And, uh, you know, in during that time, I guess, uh, sort of the cue in for hospitality was that um, well, my first, aside from my first summer job being at a bed and breakfast in a, in a small town in Finland was, uh, I was an Airbnb host first with my apartment and then up to seven apartments on the side, starting from 2011 or 2012. And, um, uh, even after selling the company, that was the one thing that I absolutely loved doing. And, uh, uh and that was, that, that then morphed into, uh, really a side business, a side hustle that, you know, you started seeing this opportunity of not just making additional money, but there is so much untapped potential in the short stay market um, and the short stay, uh, you know, Airbnb type experiences, consumers would call it. And then I went to Asia uh, in 2017 after selling that business. And then I kind of recognized why the heck when I'm this huge fan of the short stay experience, why am I spending all this time you know, 80% of my transient nights in a hotel. And then you started realizing, well, there's just a lack of quality standards and there's a hit and miss in that whole space. You know, do you trust this guy with the reviews? Nice apartment, but isn't in the ghetto? Are they real pictures, etc.? And really that sort of started opening up the opportunity uh, uh, and uh, the the potential of really creating a new category of hospitality where you bring the hotel and the short stays together. So I guess that's went a little bit over, but, but that's the, that's the short background um, of, of how Bob W came about. Uh, and I, I guess then I've called up uh, co-founder Sebastian, uh, uh, an old German friend, a study abroad student uh, in, the, in Finland. And um, we ended up uh, chatting about this sector and started recognizing that, you know, whilst the hotel industry is about 50% brands, and most of it has a quality standard next to it. The short stays are, you know, uh, according to some measurements, 0.5% branded. So an absolutely mom and pop industry. So we thought, hey, we've got an opportunity to really rethink this industry with technology um, and to scale it and to professionalize it. And that's what we ended up doing with Bob W. Mm -hmm. um, what's the story behind the company name? So... Yeah. Most of us who've spent a lot of time with the short stay and sort of Airbnb experience recognize that the best kind of 
experience at the end of the day is that amazing host. And that really, that amazing host can be the difference of an absolutely fantastic experience and an absolute crap experience. And uh, there's a lot of variance as most of us who are act actively use, use these kinds of uh, accommodations find out. Uh, so we wanted to really, you know, epitomize that, you know, the, that perfect host. And so Bob W is that avatar of the perfect host. Now we, you know, we were, you know, Nordic and German. So we were trying to think of, you know, Viking names and, and we really wanted to be personal because that's how, when we really started doing our concept as well, it was about creating that connection, that empathy, that connection, that hospitality, that's one-to-one, -one, even with the lack of having no front desk. And uh, so with Bob W, we recognized that, you know, uh, uh, that we wanted to, we wanted to epitomize that, that host. And, you know, the brief always was best of both worlds, that we wanted to create a concept that is best of both worlds, best of the hotels, best of the short stays. And we tried to do all these Viking names. It wasn't working out. And then eventually uh, we were like, oh, best of both worlds. And somebody pointed out, you know, that actually, hey, it's a, it, you know, it, Bob, best of both worlds. That acronym stands for Bob W, which sounds pre pretty, pretty much like a, a, a you know awesome, memorable name. So we we kind of jumped with it and has stu have stuck with it. And it's been a part of the magic is that if you, if you read our hosts, where you know, so if you read our reviews, we've got like thousands of reviews out of you know ten thousand plus people stayed with us, and they all say Bob W is the best host ever, even though they all know that Bob W is not a real person. So there's some cool magic there. Great stuff. You, you mentioned technology earlier. What what differentiates your company from its competitors? So I, I'm guessing technology is 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 the the biggest piece there. Yeah, I think you know there, there's a couple of pieces there uh, that really make that difference. And I I think you know we've we you know our our mission, our vision, our sort of reason for existence is to really create this five star experience at scale. And we fit you know we've really worked on this, you know, how do we create the five-star experience for every guest that comes in through the door every time, 100% of the time, without fail? And of course, hospitality is about doing a heck of, heck of a lot of things, right? As we, as we know, and uh, without fail. And the trouble is different people have different priorities and care about different things. So, so we've really, you know, managed to create this system and use technology and built our own stuff to really be able to take that potential for human error out of it and keep an extremely high quality uh, experience where we can then actually customize you know at scale to each guest coming in through the door and i i think you know we're on the path of of building that and the elements that we have in place for that is really been able to make that difference and i i think the outcome is you know we're ranked 9.9 .9 out of 10 across across our all all of our public ratings literally the best ranked hospitality provider and and you know in our sector in the country of estonia for example and and you know 75 percent of our repeat guests book directly with us which that whole thing says that they're making recognizing that it's not apples to oranges comparison I, and i think that allows us to really scale and I think that's what really, you know, where the investors got really caught up that, that, hey, we have a product that can be really scaled up and will not, you know, uh, will not fail in the classic sense as a manual uh, human to human business would do. 
you currently have units in Helsinki and, and Tallinn. Where else are you looking at for your future expansion? So, so we are we are coming to the UK. Um, we are coming to London. Uh, the exact dates and locations, uh, uh, we'll have to have another update with you and share that shortly. But we are going to be signing 1,000 units by the end of this year. We've signed multiple properties in uh, uh, Finland and Estonia, um, as well as the UK. Uh, we will be uh, we will be also uh, entering another two markets, which we'll be able to tell in the course of this winter as well. So the target is 1,000 units, and well uh, to be signed by the end of this year, and well well underway to do that. How has the pandemic affected the business in terms of uh, both occupancy and the type of guests staying with you? Well, like we said, what a time to be alive for hospitality. It's, uh, it's been a heck of a ride uh, uh, during this pandemic and our hearts go out to all our friends in the industry who are suffering. And, and you know, it hasn't been easy for us either, but we've managed to show uh, quite a high level of resilience. Um, by by you know having for i think first baselines having an excellent product where people come back to um and just having the flexibility in the type of target demographics uh and the and the target customers that we 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 go for and being able to reach those and give a compelling case so obviously like uh many in the short stay rental industry and hospitality industry has been adjusting and finding new groups. And for us, we've managed to do that uh, from everywhere from essential workers to, uh, you know, returning expats, etc. So we've actually managed to, you know, be on average a three times better occupancy rate than the, uh, than the sector on average. Uh, that includes, you know, topping consecutive months at 90% plus uh, occupancy um over the summer period and uh, with healthy double digit uh, operating margins as well so we've actually managed to do really well and i think that's why we're so bullish going forward now now of course are our rates where we want them to be no uh you know is our occupancy where we want them to be no but we've shown resilience and that gives us confidence to go forward as most of the industry certainly the hotel industry is very much frozen so what are your most effective distribution channels, Nico, and how is that changing or evolving? So, a good question. We are, by far, our direct channel works the best. Now, again, um, we think the simple of it is that our guests who stay with us and the B2B companies that, uh, that, uh, that employ those guests uh, or the, the B2B customers that employ those uh, guests they recognize it's not an apples to apples comparison, but we actually have a superior product that, you know, is the best of the hotel, best of the short stay experience. And as a result of that, like I mentioned, we have the 75% booking rate that book directly with us. And so our most important channel by far, which means, well, you know, steadily more than 50% of our traffic is our direct channels. Um, and and I, I think this is this is this is something that us coming from a tech background, we're used to chasing customers from online, um, and we've managed to find those niches that we've talked about. 
um, online and, and you know, spoken with them in a compelling way to get them on board. Uh, aside from that, we do have, of course, the, the other usual suspect channels um that bring a certain amount of traffic and we we you know we like working with them uh because we, we you know uh they, we can still do that in a profitable way that makes sense but uh we we are definitely focused on direct it's working for us great and it's bringing good returns on investment great stuff and finally nico what is your five-year plan for bob w I think everybody's five-year plan went out the window when <laughs> Corona happened. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, in five years, we're going to be a global phenomenon. Bob W. is going to be uh, the epitome of this new category of hospitality. Um, and it's going to really represent um, uh, an increase, the whole new bar being set in the industry in terms of uh, experience. Um, so th that's something we, we really believe in. We also believe in that we're going to be the, the leaders in sustainability for that. Well, actually I say that, but I certainly hope not. I think we can, I hope we all get behind a sustainable approach, whether it's hospitality on a personal level or any other industry for that matter. But we've decided, uh, and have taken active steps since we got started that we are going to do everything it takes to do the right thing when it comes to sort of real world sustainability. And, uh, and we did it to sleep our nights better, but our customers, uh, you know, uh, are, are really get behind that and really care about that. Um, so, so which we're really happy about because it really helps us get on this mission of changing people's attitudes uh, about sustainability. When they get out of their homes, they stay with us and they recognize, Oh, this can be equally amazing, uh, and you know, they, uh, even though uh, the you know the choices that we make in the apartments, uh, in the suites, are are sustainable, um, and 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 really set an example, which then they can take back home. So we believe in that. Finally, I would say is that Bob W is going to go towards an asset light model, and uh, uh, so that but in five years uh, we are we are not going to be taking on as much. Uh, rental um uh you know exposure or uh lease exposure as we as we as we do today and we, we've been really smart about it now as well and working on a lot of performance and down downturn elements majority of our properties are are on that so we will not be the next we work of sorts um but we will be introducing an asset light model um into this industry that has a whole lack of brands and standards and somebody can really do that and bring uh, you know, great returns for local players that would partner up with us. So that's the future. Great. Nico, thanks very much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.